Welcome to the Rooflines Podcast, the weekly podcast produced by Virginia Realtors, where you get real talk about real estate in Virginia. Each week, we break down trends in the housing market and make sense of what's going on in Virginia's real estate industry. In today's show, we take a look back and talk about how COVID-19 changed the housing market. We know that there were big changes, but what trends are on their way out and what trends are here to stay? Let's get started. Welcome everyone to our first Rooflines podcast. I'm Lisa Sturdivant, Chief Economist with Virginia Realtors, and I'm here with Ryan Price, the Association's Deputy Chief Economist. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Lisa. This is exciting, our first podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited as well. Each week, uh, you and I will get together and talk about something we're seeing in the market and see if we can offer some insights that will help make sense of all of that data. There is so much information out there about the housing market, and sometimes it can seem like too much. So our job with this podcast is to try and make sense out of the housing market and the economy, and maybe have some fun along the way. Sounds good. And so we're jumping right in this week, right? We're uh, taking on the big question of the housing market in the post-pandemic world. Right. We want to see what pandemic housing market trends we think might be here to stay. Um, You know, for nearly two years, we've been working from home, learning from home. Basically, we've had our lives upended. And I don't know about you, but it has felt like a really long time. And while there are still some uncertainties, things feel like they're heading back to normal, right? Kids are back in school. Families were able to get together for the holidays. People have been starting to return to the office. And the housing market has also started to feel a little bit more normal, hasn't it? The housing market definitely has started to return to more normal patterns. Taking a look back, beginning in June of 2020, really, the housing market took off and it didn't slow up really for the next 14 months. We finally saw a deceleration in the housing market in the early fall of 2021 with home sales activity slowing down a bit. But we also have seen a return to seasonality in the market more recently, which we had completely lost uh, during the frenzied pandemic housing market. Right. So we know that the housing market was really busy during the pandemic, record sales, transactions and sales volume in both 2020 and 2021. But we also know that the pandemic led to changes not only in the amount of housing market activity, but also the types of housing people were looking for and the places buyers were looking. So, Ryan, on today's edition of Rooflines, let's talk about the three biggest changes we saw in the housing market during the pandemic. And then we can talk about whether these changes are permanent or at least will last until after the pandemic has eased, or whether we expect that some of these trends will be sort of been there, done that. So what do you think? Biggest trend in the housing market during the pandemic? What do you think? Mm, Well, I think one of the biggest housing market trends that we saw during the pandemic was that more people were looking to buy homes further out, you know, out to the suburbs, but also out further to the exurbs and to small towns. You know, when the pandemic shut everything down, A lot of people found that they were working from home. At the same time, kids were learning from home. So many people decided that they could live anywhere. You know, they didn't need to live near the office. They could go where they could get more space. Right. Assuming they could find good Internet access, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, So, you know, more people moving further out uh, to the far suburbs, buying second homes in coastal communities and in the mountains. This was definitely a big trend during the pandemic. Do you think that the movement out to the more distant suburbs and into smaller communities, do you think this is a long-term trend? Are people going to continue to work remotely and want to move to places where there's more space to move around? 
That's a great question. You know, I think it's probably more of a short to midterm trend than a permanent shift in the market. And we've already started to see glimpses of this in the data. Sales growth in many of the state's urban markets and closer in suburban markets really rebounded in the second half of 2021. And I think this corresponds to the fact that in some ways, life is inching slowly back to more normal times. You know, obviously we're not there yet, especially with the Delta and the now the Omicron variants circulating rapidly um, and the uncertainty that goes along with that. But if you look around, you know, more elements of daily life are getting back to how they were. Schools are open, as you mentioned. People are going to restaurants, you know, entertainment venues and sporting events are back in person. And perhaps an even bigger factor in this return to more urban and suburban market activity will be when offices start opening up again. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And I think the pandemic fueled another big trend, um, and that's refinancing. Mortgage rates were consistently below 3% for more than a year. And as you know, they, they hit as low as around 2.5% at one point. So homeowners who weren't buying a new home were refinancing to take advantage of these historically low rates. You're definitely right about the surge in uh, refinance activity. Certainly a major trend during the pandemic. But this one, uh, it seems like one that has begun to slow down, no? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As mortgage rates have begun to rise a bit, we've seen the pace of refinancing activity slow. Um, and in the post-pandemic world, we're almost certainly going to see mortgage rates rise further. So I think the refinance trend has definitely a been there, done that trend. I mean, obviously, people will still be refinancing uh, mortgages in the future, but just the sheer volume of refinance activity, that, that feels definitely behind us. So that's two trends. Do you have a third housing market trend we should talk about? What about uh, the trend towards using more technology during the home buying process? Things like virtual showings, e-notarization, you know, virtual closings, even the iBuyer trend. You know, these were all important over the last year and a half or so. Oh, yeah, that's really a good one. And I think um, even with the news of Zillow pulling back on their iBuyer program, I think there's a lot of interest in the growing role of technology in the home buying process. I think that's definitely one that will be with us in the future. So to recap, uh, our top three trends from the pandemic housing market, number one is the rise of Zoom towns, more home buyers moving out to the exurbs and small towns. And we're probably done, done with that trend, right? Don't you think? At least at the same, at the pace we've been seeing. Yeah, I think so. Number two is the surge in refinancing activity, which we've already seen slow down along with the rise in mortgage rates. And then number three is more technology in the home search and the home buying process. Things that will likely be with us after the pandemic. Those sound right to me. Um, if anyone's listening and has other thoughts on the top trends from the pandemic housing market, drop us a line at rooflines at virginiarealtors.org. And next up, I am going to try and stump Ryan with a look back at the 2021 housing market. We know that home prices have been rising really quickly in many local markets. So Ryan, where do you think home prices rose the fastest during the pandemic? What county or city had the fastest year-over-year -year price growth in 2020? So that's the year when we were in the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic. Hmm, let me think about that. Well, we saw that demand in smaller markets and in the second home communities was really strong in the early days of the pandemic. So I'm thinking maybe somewhere in the Eastern shore market, 
uh, Northampton County, perhaps? Look, that was a good guess. I think I would have guessed that as well. But the answer actually is the city of Lexington, where in 2020, home prices were up 30% compared to uh, the year before. So 30% price growth in Lexington, but only 8% price growth for the state. Um, and that surprised me. There were some uh, counties in the Western and Southwestern part of the state where there was also really fast price growth, but some of those had less than 30 sales during the year. Um, so that was 2020. Home prices grew even faster in 2021. So same question for, for 2021. What county or city saw the fastest price growth last year? Oh man, this past year, let's see. Uh, maybe somewhere more in the mountains. How about uh, beautiful Nelson County outside of Charlottesville? All right, all right, good guess. Uh, the answer actually is Brunswick County, where the median sales price actually more than doubled in 2021 compared to 2020. Uh, and that's compared to prices rising 9.4% for the whole state. The, the biggest county, so Brunswick's a little bit of a smaller county. The biggest county was Middlesex County on the Northern Neck where prices were up 32%. Uh, but I will tell you, you are a very good guesser because Nelson County wasn't far behind where the median price was up 30% in 2021. Okay, and now the hardest question of all, what county or city do you think is going to see the fastest price growth this year in 2022? Oh, no, that's not a fair question quite yet. You know, there's a lot of unknowns at this point as we continue through 2022. We've just started. I can't say for sure, but maybe places where prices are a little low, you know, where the housing market is more affordable. These are the places where we'd likely see the biggest push on prices as we progress through 2022. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yep, and we'll be sure to keep everyone updated. On our way out, here is your smart stat, a statistic you can use when meeting with clients or colleagues or just to dazzle and amaze people at your next cocktail party. So the number of the week is 46,000. The average homeowner in Virginia gained about $46,000 in housing equity over the past year. That number is from CoreLogic. It's part of a bigger report that shows that housing equity has reached record highs during the pandemic. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you will join us next week here for Rooflines, real talk about real estate in Virginia. And don't forget to subscribe to Rooflines on your favorite podcast platform. If you have ideas for future podcast topics, please email rooflines at virginiarealtors.org. See you next week.